Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. All right, my friends, I need you to stop what you're doing and listen up. If you are a busy woman whose New Year's resolution is to finally lose those stubborn pounds for good, I have the perfect solution for you. I'm hosting a five-day January Jumpstart Your Weight Loss Challenge beginning on January 16th. You may be wondering, why not January 1st? Let's be real here. Most of us are still recovering from the end of the year shenanigans, getting our kids ready to go back to school, and dealing with our work responsibilities to genuinely focus on our health and weight loss the first week of January. In fact, the second Friday in January is known as International Quitters Day because studies have found that about two-thirds of people abandon their New Year's resolution before they even get to the third week of January. But not my listeners. You're going to spend five days learning from me, working out with me, and being coached by me for free. If you want to learn how to lose weight without complicated rules or restrictions, without starving yourself, and without going to those crowded ass gyms, sign up and join me from January 16th through January 20th. Here's what you'll get from this immersive challenge. My jumpstart guide filled with weight loss tips that will keep you on track the entire week long. My very own 20 minute strength training workout videos so that you can work out with me even if you're a beginner. My holiday reset meal plan so you know exactly what to eat. My favorite simple mindfulness tools. A chance to ask me your burning questions and to get coached out of your self-sabotaging excuses. And a dedicated challenge website so that you can go at your own pace. This is a rare chance to work with me and set yourself up for success in 2023. Register now at eva.fit forward slash new year, and I'll send you my home gym guide so that you'll have plenty of time to gather everything you need to get started. And don't worry, you don't need a lot of equipment. I'll see you on January 16th. Hey, my friends, today we are closing out the year and the season with a special episode to help you get aligned and set purposeful goals for the new year and beyond. My guest is a fellow IIN health coach, mindset coach, meditation enthusiast, and boy mom, Ms. Kate House. Kate is the host of the Live by Design podcast, where she shares tangible advice on intentional living. Kate's superpower is helping women dream big and achieve their most audacious goals. Let's welcome Kate House to the show. Kate, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Oh my gosh, it is such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. So let's just start by telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do. 
Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Kate House, and I am the host of the Live by Design podcast, where we are all about living by design and not by default. So I like to say that by day, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old, two little boys, and they are just they are so much fun. I love getting to like spend my days with them. I feel really grateful that I get to do that. Um, I'm married to my college sweetheart, and we actually moved back to the small town where we first met in college all those years ago. Um, so we live in the small town of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and I just really love like the slower pace of life here. Um, so that's what I do by day, and then by night I, I host the podcast. I have a women's group coaching program and um, some courses that I offer, and at night, that's my time to really lean into like who Kate is outside of motherhood and and outside of being a wife and a sister and a friend and all of those things. And yeah, that's I just I love talking to people about living by design and and not defaulting through our days. I love that. How did you get started? Like where, what happens in your life where it was like, I need to a start living my life by design and b teach other women how to do this thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many times, right, we teach from a place of experience, having gone through something ourselves. So my story actually starts like way back when I was young. So I am the oldest of four kids in my family. And my brother was 18 months younger than me. And Mm -hmm. he had a lot of, um, he was just dealt a really hard hand in life. He was nonverbal and a type one diabetic and um, had open heart surgery when we were young and just had a lot of things in life that were really challenging for him. And I saw at such a young age, like he still showed up with so much love and so much joy for life, despite all of these hardships. And so from a very young age, I saw like what a gift it was to be in the body that I'm in and to have the, the, to be given the experiences that I've been given. And to just not waste that, you know, I saw my brother having to work so hard just to to communicate, right? Like we all learned sign language to speak with him. And um, there were just so many things that my, my parents did to really support him well. And, and he had to work so hard. And I was like, wow, what a gift that I can speak, right? That mm-hmm. I, I can use my voice like in this way. And so that's really where that came from at like a really young age. And but then, you know, I, I got older and I was that like straight A student in school. And then I I got the job I was like, quote, supposed to get out of college. And, you know, I was doing all of the, the right things. Uh, but then I woke up one day at 25 and I realized I was no longer really listening to that lesson I learned when I was young from my brother. I was really doing what I was supposed to do, what I thought was expected of me. Um, And I I wasn't, I didn't have that joy that I used to have in my day to day. And so I jokingly say I had a quarter life crisis, like right at 25. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I left corporate America and I became a full-time yoga teacher. And then I became a health coach after that to really support my yoga students further. And then Eventually, um, my students were like, Kate, like we want you should reach more people like we want our community to grow. Um, And that's kind of where the idea for the podcast came from was like, okay, how can I support more people with this desire of of choosing to live with purpose? And so I went through a season of feeling kind of overwhelmed and stuck and not sure like how to get going again. And so Mm. that's what I like to share. And and that's why I have such a heart for sharing it with other women, because I'm like, Man, it took me like seven years to figure all that out for myself, I feel. And I'm like, if I can help somebody cut that time frame in half, (laughs) like that would be like everybody who helped me on my journey, I'm so grateful for. And so I feel like 
You just have to keep paying it back. Yes. I love that so much. And I, I, it's very similarly with me. I know that when I was figuring out losing weight and keeping it off and emotional eating and all of these things, I remember thinking, I wish I had someone to like, I don't know, not someone that's like, no, girl, you're fine. But someone to just be like, listen, do these things, right? Or start here. And I didn't have that because I was so isolated from just like over-functioning in life. And that's why similar reason. It's like, I want, if, if I can just help one other woman not go through the same shit that I went through and banging my head against the wall the way that I did, then then that there's my purpose right there. Then I did something with my life <laughs> essentially. Yes. And that's that's the same, same exact thing. I think when we come from a service mindset of, you know, we choose to become coaches and we want to help people, it's because a lot of us have just like been there, done that. And it's just like, please don't do what I did. Please don't make the same mistakes <laughs> that I did. I could save you three years. Right. <laughs> it took me three years to figure this out. I can teach you this in three months. Like just, you know, so I, I just, I love that. I love when we, um, when we figure out what our purpose is, which is actually what we're going to talk about more in this episode. And so tell us a little bit about how you came upon, you know, discovering your purpose and, and after trying corporate and, and being a mom and being a wife and all of these hats that we wear, how do you find like, for, especially for our listeners, where do we go like to find our purpose? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Eva. I love that question. It's so good. Well, I think the first thing when it comes to purpose is sometimes we, it can feel kind of scary or like a little daunting, like, mm -hmm. like you have a little bit of like trepidation you think about it and you're like, Oh God, purpose. Like either you feel like you're already behind. So you're like, well, we're just going to shelve that. Cause that's overwhelming. Or we're like, Oh, it has to be like this huge grandiose thing. Right. And, and if you're like, well, I don't know what that is, then you're like, okay, well, I guess I don't get to have a life purpose. And that totally mm -hmm. stinks. Like I absolutely believe that every single person gets to have a life purpose or purposes. You could have more than mm -hmm. one. And I think we need to release this idea that it has to be this, this big, huge end goal and think less about the end goal and more about the journey that you want to have, right? Because if we're lucky, we get a certain number of years here on this earth, in this body that we're in with this mind and this heart that we have. And my, the question I always ask is, how can I spend my time well? How can I do, spend my time doing something that feels important to me? And, and that's really where your purpose comes from to me. It doesn't have to be like your purpose could be um, like showing up and sharing on your podcast, right? Like if that fills you with a sense of, of joy and it makes you feel like you're, you're touching that one person who's listening, who needed to hear that message that day, right? If that gives you that sense of fulfillment, then that can be your purpose. Or maybe for somebody, it's like, I want to be the very best mom that I can be in this season that I'm in. And that's the purpose for that season. And maybe it changes over time. Um, for me, I know a lot of my through lines is like, it's relationship, it's community, it's family, um, and, and it's choosing to do the things that move me. I like to talk about like aligned action when we think about purpose. So if you, if you ask yourself, like, how is it that I can spend my time well or doing something that feels important to me, then make like a list of like all the things that are in support of that. And all of those get to like count, quote unquote, as like aligned action, right? So they don't necessarily, mm -hmm. you don't have to start with the end in mind. It just might move you like a little bit closer to like mm -hmm. whatever that feeling is that you desire. So for me, it's like, sometimes you can't see the constellation in the stars until you look back in hindsight. So I see like when I was in corporate America, I learned like 
what I like and I learned what I don't like. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm going to choose to shift more towards what I really enjoy. And then as a yoga teacher, I learned like, I love connecting with people. Um, But maybe I don't want to show up and have to teach like six classes in a day. Like that was really taxing for me. Um, So then I was like, okay, I'm going to add layer in health coaching so I can really have that one-on-one connection, right? And and then eventually like you keep trying these new things. You keep trying things that are maybe just outside your comfort zone. Those aligned action activities usually like might make your palms a little sweaty or like give you the butterflies in a good way. Um, And eventually that led me to wanting to be a podcaster. Now, if I at 25 had my quarter life crisis and was like, at 33, I'm going to be hosting a podcast and producing it and having these really cool conversations with people. Like I would have been like, heck no, you're crazy. <laughs> like, but because it, you know, you just take it one step at a time. And that's what I mean when I say like, you don't necessarily have to start with the end in mind because then you have this measure of success and you either feel like you succeeded or you failed. Instead, it can be like, what is the next right decision today? What's the next way to, to spend that time well? And to mm-hmm. just to keep following your intuition. Yeah, I love that so much. I think it's it's so interesting that you say that because when I look back to who I was, you know, two decades ago, one decade ago, right? It's like, tell me now. And I'm like, I'd be sitting here, I'd be coaching people. I'd, ha- I'd be a business owner. I'd have a podcast. I'd be like, well, same thing. I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. And it's so interesting when we talk about purpose because I I used to um I, I used to sing a long time ago and I moved to LA to, to pursue, you know, music. And um, for me, I thought that was my purpose. I thought my purpose was to be a singer. Um, I never actually thought I was going to be a mom. I never thought any of these other things. I was like, no, I'm going to be famous. And so it's interesting because life had other plans and God was laughing at me this whole time. Like, oh, you thought. Um, <laughs> and so, and then, you know, it, my life took significant pivots and I ended up here where I am. And it's really interesting because I had this realization about a month ago where I used to think that my purpose was to touch people and heal people and help people through music, through my voice. But in fact, I am now using my voice to touch people, to help people, to inspire people through my show and through my coaching and all of these things. And I'm reaching people I would have never reached before had I not started the podcast. So it's just always really interesting how like we think it's one thing. Um, and I and I never would have thought that like I, this would be like what it is, but it's like, no, I actually am reaching millions of people. I actually yeah. am doing that thing. It's just packaged in a different way for, than what I thought it was going to be when I was 25 as well, right? Yeah. So what would you say to someone that like maybe is some similar to me where it's like we we thought our purpose was this thing and it's just like I had put my stake in the ground and then next thing you know, life has other plans. Mm-hmm. How do you pivot without feeling like you failed or like yeah. you failed yourself? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think for a lot of us high achievers out there, especially, we can be our own harshest and worst critic, right? All we mm-hmm. see are the ways that we didn't reach the goal, right? And this is something I I speak from experience on this one and and a lot of reading um, because I I used to be very black and white with my thinking, like all or nothing. Like I either succeeded or I failed. And in this work that I do, I've started to learn that instead of having this all or nothing thinking, really embracing this idea of like a growth mindset, this idea that through all of these experiences, we are, we're learning things about ourselves. We're gaining new skills. We're gaining new abilities. And so even if the goal that you set out for yourself when you were 
20, right? Or 25 or whatever that was, maybe it didn't end the way that you thought. I would encourage listeners to instead of focusing on what they feel like they didn't achieve, instead look back and try to distill out the lessons learned, right? Mm -hmm. Like I bet you learned to be a heck of a resilient person, right? Like Mm -hmm. I would imagine the music industry makes you very resilient. I would imagine (laughs) you learned how to stand up for yourself and speak your truth. I would imagine you got comfortable behind a microphone, which Mm -hmm. holy crap, all those things are now really (laughs) helpful as a podcaster, right? And so- You know, you can look back and say like, oh, well, I mean, like, yeah, I guess maybe I, I didn't succeed as becoming like, um, you know, a, a pop star or whatever it might be. But but I did succeed at um, getting to know myself better, at knowing what it is that I want to share about, at getting comfortable behind a microphone, you know, all these things. And that is such a win. So that's like, that's what I would say is like, I would encourage people to list like three things you're proud of three things you're grateful for from that season and three lessons learned. And and Mm -hmm. not to say that there aren't hard things. Like this isn't like a toxic positivity kind of thing. This is just (laughs) like, let's just like purposely celebrate the wins and give ourselves permission to be like a little nicer to ourselves. So true. I love that too, because oftentimes when I'm doing mindset coaching with my clients, it's like, yes, these are the facts. There's two ways to look at it though. You could choose to be like, oh, look, I'm a loser because I didn't make all my, you know, get all my dreams and goals and all of that, you know, accomplished. Or you can also say, I learned all of these things and I, I am such a different person now. And I, you know, you can also look at it that way. Both can be true depending on what you want to give life to. And I always say, choose the thoughts that feel empowering and not the ones that make you feel like shit. Yes. (laughs) Right. Because we can find evidence for either way. Right. So I always say like, let's try to find evidence for the good things as well. And it's not, and I'm glad you brought up toxic positivity because that's never really what we're trying to do here, but there's also toxic negativity, which is what pessimistic people, you know, fall into where it's just like, everything is negative. And it's not to say that there's a silver lining to everything, but there's just a different way to think about Mm -hmm. every single circumstance that we go through in life. That took me a really long time to learn, but because I used to be that person, I was like, I, like I failed, I failed. I wanted to do these things and I didn't accomplish them. It's taken me some evolving and some maturing (laughs) and a lot of self-coaching to really get myself to the place where it's just like, that was a, a moment in time. I don't regret it. It definitely has taught me. Like it's, it's the reason why I can I can get behind the mic. It's the reason why I learned how to edit my own stuff when I didn't have an agency. And you know, it's 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 why I'm you know I'm able to 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 know how to stand on a camera, how to stand on a stage, how to present. All of these things you learn, right? So it, so it, I could choose to look at like, oh, I didn't end up like J Lo, or I can choose to think but I have this wonderful life and I have this wonderful business and I have a beautiful child and, and my life is complete. It's just, it looks different, right? So it's all about mindset and how we really allow our brains to either defer defer to to negativity or defer to positivity, which I think is a lot of the work that you do where you're teaching people how to find their purpose and live in purpose. What do you do with, with clients that may come to you that are kind of the default is to kind of think, life just happens to me, or I don't know what my purpose in life is, or I don't, I can't even come up with goals. Cause I have, I have met people who have a really hard time coming up with goals. What do you say to someone that comes to you like that? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. I am the, the number one thing that comes to mind for me is 
this saying that nothing changes if nothing changes. And so if somebody comes to me and they're like, well, I don't even know where to start. And I'm just, I feel like I'm defaulting through my day. Like it's just a a wash, rinse, repeat cycle, right? It's like, well, Mm -hmm. have you tried anything new? Because like nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you are just going about your life, you're doing the exact same things that you have always done, you're not going to have this like eureka moment or this aha moment, which most of the time doesn't happen for most of us. It's usually this kind of slow awakening. It's like it's like a sunrise, right? It's mm-hmm. not like aha, light bulb goes on over your head. It's this this dawning. And, and that dawning happens through action, right? So mm-hmm. I always say like, if somebody feels really stuck and they're like, I want to get unstuck. I don't like where I am right now, but I don't even know where to start. There's a number of questions you can ask yourself. What is something you really enjoyed as a child? Like, let's mm-hmm. just get back in touch with the things you enjoyed before all the shoulds, the quote shoulds <laughs> of the world, like got you down. And you were like, I don't even know who I am. Um, because I'm just doing everything that I'm quote supposed to do, right? Like, so let's go back to things like, did you love to color? Go take an art class. Did you love to ride horses? Go sign up for an equestrian class. Like, did you like gymnastics? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Go, go find somewhere to practice gymnastics, right? Like do the things you enjoyed. And, and that can sometimes just in the doing, you can unlock something that's been kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. Other questions you can ask yourself are like, what is something in the world that really lights you on fire? Like, is there a cause that you're really passionate about? Like, do you want to help serve people in a specific community? Like my brother was a type one diabetic. And so part of my, my company donates each quarter to a different nonprofit. And so we donate to the juvenile diabetes research foundation, right? That's something that's, that's important important to me personally, right? So like, if if you don't know what it is that gets you excited, like you got to start doing things like, what did you enjoy as a kid? What lights you on fire? Like what wrong, quote, wrong, do you want to see righted? Like, there's so many different ways to go. What is something like that gets you into a flow state? Like, like sometimes when I sit down, I'm sure you've had this experience. I'll sit down to record and I get into like a flow state, like time goes mm-hmm. away. I forget mm-hmm. to eat, which like never happens. I love to eat. <laughs> uh, you know, like I stand up and I'm like, my foot's asleep. When did that happen? You know, but you get yep. into that flow state and you're just like, you're just, you're present. You're just in that moment. Right. So like, so do the activities that get you into a flow state, right? Maybe it's going for a hike and then you're on a hike one day and you see a poster on the trail and then you go to that event and you meet somebody, you know, like you'd never know, like what life has in store for you, but like nothing changes if nothing changes. So my challenge is always like, well, what have you done recently that's different? And Mm -hmm. what are some things that we can do that are just on the outside of your comfort zone that you can try? So things of like, just manageable difficulty, right? Like not so hard that you're just never going to do it, but not so easy that it doesn't actually move the needle. A lot of what you're saying sounds like core values, right? So where do core values fit in with finding our purpose? Yes. That's so funny because I actually have, and Eva doesn't know this, but I have a whole module in my Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass that's about core values. And I actually added it. I was developing the course and I added that near the end. I was like, oh, we got to get core values back at the beginning of this course because So much of your purpose, I I like to think of it as like a Venn diagram. So I always do this. I talk about diagrams on a podcast. (laughs) Like I clearly need a visual (laughs) medium. But for anyone who doesn't remember Venn diagrams from when you were in like fifth grade, it's like three circles and all the circles overlap a little bit. And so I like to think of this Venn diagram of core values. And so for me, like one of those core values is like is um, connection. So that's like with my family, with my friends, with my partner. Um, one of those core values is adventure. I love going new places. I love doing new things, right? So adventure is one of those. 
And then my third core value is service. Like how can I, I have a heart for other people. How can I support them? And so anytime I'm choosing an aligned action activity or I'm pursuing one of my purposes, um, I asked, I kind of filter it through that lens of my core values. Like, is this in support of connection or service or adventure, right? Because that way, like, you know, I, I'm not going to go out and take like a computer coding course. Like that would not be an aligned action activity for me because that's not in support of those three things, right? Um, whereas for my my husband is a data analyst. So he could take that course and it would absolutely be an alignment for him. And so mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Like core values, if you take the time to really think about like what's important to me and the biggest thing I'd have to say about core values is just that you can't let everything be a core value because then nothing is a core value. <laughs> so if, if you hear yes. this and you're like, I'm going to go Google some core values, like that's awesome. Totally do that. There's some great resources out there. Mark Manson especially has a really great article on it, but you could look at these like 30 core values and be like, well, these are all great, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like you have to choose the ones that are most important to you. So like choose three, maybe choose four if you really can't get down to three um, and then allow those to really guide your, and, and it makes decision-making so much easier when you can sit down and be like, does this support my core values? Does this mm-hmm. feel in alignment for me? It makes it so much easier to know when a decision is in front of you, if it's right or if it's wrong for you in that season. Yeah, I think that's so important for for everyone to really pay attention to is it's especially if you're like a multi-passionate person, because um, I actually have a friend that I'm I'm helping her figure out her life. And she's like, I want to do this and this and this. She wants to do it all. And I'm like, you have to constrain. I need you to constrain. It's okay that you want to do all these things, but you can't do them all at once. And so I think that it's interesting when like we look them up because I know there's like a list of core values and you're like I want to be all of these or I want or these are all important to me and then really narrowing it down because of course we want to be our best version of ourselves right so they all seem like of course this is important of course that's important but it can get very easily diluted so I'm glad you said three to four like pick three to four <laughs> and also knowing that um they will evolve as you evolve right depending on you mentioned it earlier in the episode depending on where you are and what season in your life right mm-hmm. are you it's even like when with like hustle mode right like you're getting something off the ground or like you have a big goal, like, you know, someone comes to me, they, they want to lose weight. It's like, you're going to have to get really, really serious in the beginning, right? And really undo a lot of things. But then as you start dropping the weight, as this, as things are changing, you're your values will also start to change as well. And I think it's important for people. I, I have some of my clients are very all or nothing, black or white. So I, I'm always saying you got to be flexible, got to be flexible with yourself and not in a sense of you're giving yourself like a break or a pass to like, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to fuck it off a little bit, but to really just be like, hey, maybe this is complete and now I can go and focus on this other side of my life, like whatever that may mean for you. Do, would you agree that that's important to... Yeah, keep in the back of our minds. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, because if we try to do everything all at one time, it's like I've heard I heard this analogy before. It's like lining up twelve soccer balls on one side of a field, and you kick each soccer ball once every day, and so it's going to take you like. 50 days to get all the way across the field with all 12 of your soccer balls. But what if you kick one soccer ball 10 times each day or 12 times each day, right? Mm -hmm. And you get that one into the goal and then you come back and you come back to the next soccer ball, right? And then the momentum you get from reaching that first goal as it is, uh, 
propels you forward, right? And you learn things from it and you gain confidence and you gain courage. And I, yes, so I 100% agree. I think like choose one or two soccer balls in that analogy or that <laughs> metaphor and just like yes. focus on those. Like, cause I, I mean, I identify with your friend, right? Like I like, I like to do all the things and I have to be like, Kate, focus, <laughs> like mm-hmm. rein it yes. in, do one thing, do it well. And then add something else, layer something else in. Yeah. 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 And it's easier also to then master that next thing, right? Instead of having to do, because, that, you know, one thing I'm also noticing is I work with so many clients that are like, I'm so overwhelmed. Right? And that's a thought. I always say that's a thought. <laughs> they hate me when that. That's a thought error. Um, but I'm like, no, that's a thought. But yes, it's in the reason why so many of us feel overwhelmed is because we think we have to do it all at the same time. We think we need to grow 10 more legs, right? <laughs> and kick the, the all the balls at the same time instead of just like, I'm going to focus on these this one or these three or whatever that whatever you can do, whatever's doable, right? Because mm-hmm. let's be realistic. That's the other thing that I'm always telling my clients. We got to be realistic here. Like, is this a doable goal? Is this something that you that, like we want it to stretch you? Yes, but not stress you is what I always say. It should stretch you, but it should not stress you. Oh, that's <laughs> so- good. That's, that's one of the big ones because then it's just like, it's too much. And we all know what happens when we're confused and overwhelmed. We do nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I always say a confused mind does nothing. It just sits. Yep. It <laughs> just, just spins. keeps spinning. <laughs> it's buffering. It's like, like a computer buffering. It buffers. It just goes in circles. So, um, so I think it's really important that, that we give ourselves that permission mm-hmm. to just, because I'm always saying, give yourself grace, be flexible, give yourself the permission to choose. And, and it's not saying I won't ever do this other thing, but for until I get this, whatever this may be done, then that th- this one kind of stays on the back burner. It stays like on your mind, but it's mm-hmm. not taking up all of that like mental real estate that a lot of us tend to do when our minds are on the 12 different soccer. I'm going to use this forever now. But when our <laughs> minds are, are on the 12 different soccer balls, it's of course you're overwhelmed. Of course you're exhausted when you go to bed, right? So and I think this is a really good segue too into like goal setting because as we're yes. coming into the new year, everyone's, you know, talking about what do you want to focus on in the new year and, you know, goals versus resolutions versus intentions and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. And I I think I would love for our listeners to actually approach, whether they do resolutions or goals or intentions or whatever, approach them from a purposeful place. Yeah. And I think that will make a huge difference. So how do you, how do we start? How do we make our, how do we do a purpose aligned goal setting? Yes. Oh, I love that so much. You need to trademark that right away. Purpose aligned (laughs) goal setting. That's gold. Um, The first thing I would say is And this is just kind of in general for purpose and for goals is that it is unique to you. And so we talked a little bit about shoulds earlier. I never want you to sit down and be like, well, these are my goals for the year because this is what I'm supposed to want. I mean, those are going to be so not exciting to chase and probably kind of like soul sucking, actually, if they're not in alignment for you. And so allow your goals to be your goals. The goals that you set are going to be different than the goals that I set are going to be different than the goals that your listening community sets, right? And that's beautiful, right? The uniqueness mm-hmm. is is really wonderful. And so that's just like my first just kind of thing is like, it's unique for you. And you don't need to compare them to anybody else's or let anyone make you feel bad for your goals. Like they are yours. You can, you can hold them in your heart and just cherish them, right? Um, but I would say like four things for setting goals. The first is to be seasonally appropriate. 
and I, I don't mean seasonally like it's winter. I mean, seasonally like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old and a dog and a husband and a business and we're going to surprise our kids with a puppy in about a week. So like got a lot of life happening. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I have to set goals for myself that are realistic, right? Like I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom right now. If I were to set like a business goal, I work 10 hours a week. And so Mm -hmm. I can't set a goal that like my best friend who works full-time in her business sets, right? That's just not seasonally appropriate for me. And Mm -hmm. when we set goals that aren't seasonally appropriate, we start to feel we're moving from a place of lack or we're we're playing, you know, that grass is greener on the other side or that comparison-itis game, right? And so Mm -hmm. seasonally appropriate is my first suggestion. Like, I love that, like, it should stretch you, but it shouldn't stress you. That's, That's exactly it. Like, let it stretch you, but also be realistic for the season of life that you're in. Like my goals right yeah. now are very different than when I was a newlywed with no kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. Life changes and and your goals should reflect that. The next thing that I would suggest is something I learned in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he uses this Goldilocks rule for doing things of just manageable difficulty. So not too hard, not too easy, mm-hmm. but like, I, I think he even says like 4% outside of your current ability. So it's mm-hmm. not like, I'm not going to go climb Everest. Like that is way outside of my ability, yep. but like <laughs> I could go hike Cunningham Falls down the road, which is like a two mile hike up to the top of a waterfall. Right. And that would, that would be challenging for me, but I could be successful at it. Right. So yes. let's think of these just manageable difficulty, right? Like maybe you sign up for that course you've always wanted to take, or um, you enroll in in that dance class you've always wanted to do, but you feel maybe a little self-conscious about, and you just, you're like, I'm going to get over it. I'm just going to do it. Right. Um, So like that, that just manageable difficulty. Um, And the third thing for me, when you're setting goals, like they should be kind of exciting. Like they should give you like maybe some butterflies or like maybe your palms get a little sweaty. Like in a good way. Like, don't let it stress you, but let it be something that you're like, I'm excited about this. This feels important to me. Like I'm going to put the time and effort in because I, I really want to see this through. Um, and then the, my last suggestion for setting goals is to just make small progress, like every day, every other day, every week, depending on what the goal is, but just keep showing up for yourself. Like you don't need to knock it out of the park every single day just take one step, right? Like read 10 more pages of that book that's in alignment with one of your your goals or your sense of purpose, right? It's watch the documentary. It's give you a call and work with you one-on-one, right? To like reach that next goal. Like what are those things that you can do and keep showing up for yourself, right? So yeah. letting go of that perfection, uh, that's something I'm always working on, like oh, always yes. a work in progress, right? <laughs> And, and give yourself grace. You know, if there's a day when you're like, oh, this did not go as planned, like don't wait until Monday to start. Don't wait till next month. Like don't wait till next week. Like just wake up tomorrow and try again. Um, So yeah, those, those are my biggest suggestions is just like come at it from a place of, of joy, of excitement, of maybe a little, a little bit of nervous energy, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. just outside your comfort zone, but also realistic to the season of life you're in and, and give yourself grace when things don't go as planned. Cause life happens. I mean, you and I know that, right? We had to reschedule mm-hmm. our call a couple of times. I, I got sick, like my kids were sick, like, and that's life, right? But instead yes. of like us throwing in the towel and being like, well, this is never going to happen. We're like, <laughs> okay, like we'll just reschedule, right? And, exactly. And that's us just like keep showing up, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I would start when setting goals for the new year. 
Yes. And that's so important too, because it, it, and I think it probably also aligns with a lot of what we work with our clients on, which is like you said, it's like, okay, you might have a bad day. They might have an overeat. Does that mean uh, the whole, I'll start on Monday. I'm always talking about that. I'm like, you don't have to start the new week, the new month, the new year, the new moon, right? There's all like, there's all this stuff. And I'm like, you could also start tomorrow, right? <laughs> there's also tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then you can just, you know, you had a bad day. You didn't work out. You didn't eat on plan. You didn't whatever you didn't do, you you could say also say that's again it's a choice, right? That's why I'm always people get so annoyed with me when I'm like, you know, that's a choice. You know, your thoughts are <laughs> your thoughts are optional, um, but it's true, right? Because we can choose to think, oh man, I'm a loser because I didn't get you know all the things that I wanted to do done. Or you can choose to give yourself the grace mm -hmm. and the flexibility to say today was a shitty day. Yeah, tomorrow's a new one. Totally. Tomorrow's a new one. And then we just, and then you just start over. And then the other thing you said that just made me chuckle a little bit because, um, that's a couple of things because same as like, as we literally, it was, I said three times a charm, Kate, because I kept <laughs> the first time someone was sick and my microphone broke. There were so many obstacles that one would have thought the universe did not want us to record together. Right. <laughs> that's why I was like, Hey, are we still on for today? Just want to make sure, you know, right. Is it, is it like, so the apocalypse happened in Gettysburg. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, what's happening? But we kept going. As you said, we could have chosen. Choice would have been, it's too hard for us to get, you know, on the on the right, you know, the same calendar. But we chose to just say, that wasn't a good time. This is the right season, right? We we, we met two months ago. Yes. <laughs> we just now. We just now are recording. So it just goes to show that this it's why it's so important to be fluid and to just be okay with things changing and they won't always go as planned and that's all right. And, you know, and not making that a problem because we oftentimes we make our obstacles much bigger than they have to be mm. because of the way we think of them. Right? Yeah. And then the other thing, the last thing that I, I really want to um, encourage our, our listeners to, to take heed on is when you are, there's a very big difference between being overwhelmed by your goals and having that like nervous excitement about them, right? Like there's a difference there between like, oh no, this is anxiety and like the nervous excitement. And one thing for me, um, one of my mentors said, um, you know, you're stretching yourself if you want to throw up. <laughs> and yes. I was, it's like if, you, if you're thinking of it and you're like, I might throw up a little bit. And I'm thinking about that because um, as, as I, when I decided to, to launch my YouTube channel, which, which, which is almost ready to, to launch. I literally, I, we were talking before we started recording. I was like, every day that I went to the studio to record, I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm for sure going to throw up. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I am for sure. And every time I think about the launch, I'm like, I'm going to, I might just throw up right now because I'm so, but it's, but it's that excited nervousness. I don't feel unsafe. I don't feel like this is like nothing, nothing like that. It's just, it's so out of my comfort zone. I've been hiding behind the microphone for two years. And so it's like for me to show my face, I'm like, that makes me nauseous. <laughs> but, but in an exciting way. So I want to encourage all of our listeners to find that thing that makes you a little nauseous. Yeah. <laughs> that makes you a little that just takes you right outside of your comfort zone because that's where we grow. That yeah. it really is where we grow because we can sit there and do the same thing we've always done. You're just gonna keep getting the same results. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think this is a great time as we're ending this year, going into a new year. It's the most perfect time to to start thinking about your purpose, your core values, what you want to accomplish in the new year and take it day by day. Take mm -hmm. literally just take 
taking it day by day. And you will be like, I think people will be amazed at what a change they can really create, like the results they can create in their lives by taking massive action. And that's purpose driven and not just like chasing what someone else is doing or doing what someone else thinks you should be doing. Or, you know, well, what are your goals? What are, you know, what are her goals, right? Just staying in your lane and just focusing on the things that are going to grow you and evolve you is, is what I think. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And and give yourself permission to celebrate the little wins. I had a coach once who told me, she was like, Kate, every time you do something that you feel like is moving you forward towards this goal, write it on this sheet of paper. And after a few Mm -hmm. months, I had like hundreds of things on this sheet of paper and they were were little things. It was like, oh, I reached out to this person or I did this thing or whatever. And and you would forget about them because they're kind of small. But when you see them all together, you're like, holy moly. Like if I had sat down and said, I'm going to do all these things over the next three months, I would have been like, you're insane. (laughs) Like (laughs) I could never do that. But when, when you, when you keep track and then you give yourself permission to be like, wow, that's super exciting. Right? Like I actually, I do this thing. Here's, here's one last thing for your listeners. Like If you have a really specific goal that you're working towards, like I always have three goals that I'm working towards when it comes to like my business and my podcast, because like I love my I love the live by design company and I love working towards goals. And so I set these kind of stretch goals, not like crazy out of the park goals, just like if I really show up and I keep working on this in a couple months, this could come to fruition. And so I buy these little mini Prosecco bottles and I take a piece of washi tape and I write down the goal. So like I had a a download goal. I had launching my first course. I had starting my women's collective last year. Right. And so I put them on a bottle. I stick it in my fridge. And every time I open my refrigerator, I see these cute little bottles of Prosecco and I'm like, I'm coming for you, boo. (laughs) And I have never enjoyed a glass of Probably more than I mean they're they're so tiny it's like one little mm-hmm. glass but it mm-hmm. it tastes like I don't know like like victory or tastes like, like success success <laughs> right and and as defined by me right like nobody else's version of success like maybe somebody else would look at that goal and be like that's a pipsqueak goal right but that mm-hmm. doesn't matter because it's unique to me it's important to me and when I get to like pop that little bottle it's so exciting and then when I finish one I like get another one and I write down a new goal and I put it in the fridge. And and sometimes one bottle might sit there for a while and that's okay because I'm focusing on something else and then eventually I get to it. And it's, it's a fun way to kind of keep yourself excited. Um, And and I'm a very visual person. And so it's fun for me. Like I open the fridge and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I'm working towards. Like, and it's just this cute little bottle of Prosecco, but like it, it totally just like keeps me excited. Right. And then and, and, you know, I break out my favorite flute to drink it in and I make Aww. it a whole thing. And yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> I love that. And it's, it's you're literally celebrating your wins. And mm-hmm. I think so many of us, we because as you said, sometimes it's like we think it's so small or it's and I always say it's the little things, the little things add up. They all compound. Yeah. And so imagine I, I think I'm going to start doing that. Actually, I'm going to steal your hack. Imagine yeah. every time you reach, you have a small win, you have a small celebration for yourself. You don't need other people to celebrate you you don't it's not external it's literally like yay me right and it's the same as like as you said it tastes so different than if you're just like oh it's a Tuesday night and I just want to have a a drink right it's like no I am celebrating this I did this shit and I'm gonna celebrate myself for it like that that is powerful my gosh I love it (laughs) I I love it I'm stealing it I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna send it to you oh my gosh I can't wait that's gonna be awesome (laughs) I'll pop open a little bubbly the next time that you toast something and we'll toast together it'll be awesome (laughs) it's amazing that'll be our thing oh my gosh Kate this was so much fun tell our listeners where they can find you all your offerings all of that 
Oh, thank you so much. Yes, this was so much fun. I could like sit and talk to you forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, my podcast is the Live by Design podcast with Kate House. So you can find me all the places where podcasts are. Um, I would love for you to come and give us a listen. I have a free Facebook group community that is part of the podcast. So we have um, every Friday on the podcast, I do a gratitude practice. And then in the Facebook group, our community as a whole practices gratitude. Um, so we'd love to invite you in there. That's over at misskatehouse.com slash community. And then you'll just be automatically redirected over to Facebook. And then, yeah, in terms of if you ever want to connect with me, well, first of all, like, feel free just to like hop into my DMs over on Instagram. I'm at Miss Kate House because there's another Kate House out there. I guess so I'm Miss Kate House. <laughs> and um, I'd love to connect with you. I, I have the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass. So if you want to spend two to three hours really getting clear on those core values we talked about, getting clear on your aligned action activities, taking the time to really audit your calendar to learn from the past year um, and to choose what you bring forward with you and what you choose to leave in the past um, to really start moving with purpose um, with those aligned actions. Um, that would be a great place to start. And then I also have a women's um, monthly coaching program where we come together the first Monday of each month, we do growth night, which is when we do a lot of learning. And then we do our discovery night later in the month, which is a journaling session based on that month's topic. And the women in there are just, I mean, they're incredible. I like get goosebumps every time we meet like good goosebumps. So you're just like, this is so special. And um, they're so vulnerable with one another. They're so kind to each other. They're, we're all learning how to be so kind to ourselves um, and getting to just be in community with other people who are choosing to live by design and not by default is so nice because I mean, you know, not all of us do that, right? Like it, it's hard to choose to live with purpose. And so getting to do that in step with other people just makes it that much sweeter. So yeah, I would, I would love to connect with anybody who wants to, but the, the best place is pop over to the podcast, get connected there. Um, and then we, we can grow from there together. Amazing. And we will have all those links in the show notes for our listeners so they can find you and they can follow you and subscribe to the podcast and all of that. Kate, thank you so much for taking this time, for sharing so much with us. I, I, I love just like the tactical things that you shared as well. And I think this is going to be a really powerful episode for our listeners to just like get their new year started on the right foot. And, and just as a reminder to themselves of just like, celebrate yourself like yes. really like take take a moment take three to five minutes to just you know the small things it's really is like the little things count so much and yeah. so many of us think it's like if it's not this big grandiose thing we didn't accomplish anything so yeah. i i think that's such a such an important reminder for all of us so thank you for sharing that with us Corey. thank you so much it's been such a pleasure to chat with you thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated at the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.